0: Oh, you've got a mess, and you're still using the next leading brand? You need Lagos brand paper towels, the most absorbent paper towel available. Husbands can use it too, you know. Lagos, for when you make a mess, you didn't mean to.
1: We would be honored if you would join us. Once more,
2: the Sith will rule the galaxy. I
0: know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can
2: bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger.
0: Avengers!
3: Assemble. Eric.
0: I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Mirage. Who's scruffy looking? Mess. Might wanna buckle
1: up, baby. Carlos. Smash you!
3: King Tom. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back?
1: They got your weak and deep covered. And you... You're
3: on The
1: Sith List.
4: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 236 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolchai, and my co-pilots, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Borgwayo, the man we call Crunch Crunch, the man who is ready for a fantastic podcast. I can see it in his face. He's pumped up, Mr. Les. Yeah. The man we all call the king of all pods. Mr. Tom Chansky. King Tom, how you doing, buddy?
0: Uh, I was trying to think of a way to work, and it's bigger pauses less, but...
4: Yeah, it's impossible. The man I call El Hombre, the man you call Cowboy,
5: Mr. Eric Strawthers. Hey, that was awesome. That was one of your best. I know. I,
4: I, work, I, I've been man. thinking about that one all day. Wow. Glad it worked. How's everybody doing? Mr. Let's go Chansky tonight. You know, let's, I always, used to always start with Eric. Let's go Chansky. I feel like I'm the center square. You are in this video, you are. It's You're a Jim J. Here? Bullock of the Sith
0: list. <laughs> Just I'd rather be Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, there you go. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we had our second storm of three for the week. Oh man. Uh, you know, it's it's below freezing and we uh, got a few inches of snow, nice. So that's awful.
4: Is is there a vortex, a polar vortex that's head, heading east coast again or your way or somewhere? Probably. Than, I think
0: it's not this, not our this way. This month has been one long polar vortex so far
5: oh eric how you doing uh, you know what man i'm fantastic and awesome in all honesty things are good my kids are both feeling better and yeah neat 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 awesome i played man. my guitar for the first time in like a month that was crazy oh that's cool it's like riding yeah. a bike right uh sort of except um well, no, you still, like, if you slip off just wrong, you rack yourself. So, yeah, it's exactly the same.
4: <laughs> well, I'm glad that your uh, your daughter's feeling better, by the way. Yeah. And I'm yeah. glad that you're getting better on Red Dead Redemption. I've been checking up on you, and <laughs> it seems like your skills are getting a lot
5: better. I do okay. Man. <laughs> and I
4: go on there, trying to get some kind of response from these guys. I sit there for, like, half an hour watching them play. They're not looking at the chat. They're
5: Dude, just having a good old time. I look at it. If you're dropping stuff in there it's not showing up
4: oh 100 percent. every time i go on i drop stuff
5: the next time you're going to you let me know so that i can verify all right I, I, will, my, I will text I will i've text got the you. twitch app up trying to watch and interact with people right
3: boo how you doing i'm good i'm good i'm currently on vacation so i am very good
4: that is fantastic news because since you're on vacation you're going to be doing a reaction video with Les than i tomorrow night
3: that is correct. That is correct. Yes.
4: WandaVision is going to have Boo reacting. You should see the thumbnail. It's already done. I have to take a picture of Boo reacting. It is golden. So let me just say, I hope this
3: episode is very reactable. Why'd you have to ruin the, the magic? That was my actual reaction. Because you to- aren't going to be wearing that same shirt. To the show.
2: Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> That's how you doing, buddy. I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm happy for everybody else right now. Oh, I get yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for everyone.
4: You're saying because of some news.
2: Some great news. Is that that, that, that we're going to talk
4: about later. And for a lot of different people out there, yes. That we'll get into. We're teasing it right now. I am. I feel good about the c- conclusion that was made. The right. end result. Yeah. Right. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Well, I'm, I'm doing all right. Malik went through t- uh, teeth extraction that he had to do, but Ooh. he is. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, went in, took about 15 minutes total. I wasn't allowed in there. Lorena was the one that braved it out and went in.
2: Hey, hold on. You weren't allowed in there or you no. couldn't go in there?
4: No, I wasn't allowed in there. Uh, oh. They wouldn't even let me in the lobby. They're trying to keep, because of COVID, they're trying to keep it pretty. So you can't those hospitals
0: out. out here do the same thing. One right,
4: parent. right, right, right. Usually I sneak in because I say, hey, I'm doing blood work. But at a dentist, I can't say that.
3: Just uh, sit down in the chair and see what happens. Oh, no, no, no. no.
4: <laughs> so I was waiting in the car, but what was, was crazy is Lorena, it was... it literally took like 15 20 minutes and she came out with holding him like in a barrel roll or whatever and he had blood on his mouth and blood on the napkins like on the gauze Aww. and she's like, let's go let's go let's go i thought she like grabbed him mid-surgery <laughs> and ran into the car and she's telling me let's go she couldn't like do it <laughs> oh, no. so i freaked out i was like what's going on she's like no no they're done they're done It's like, oh fuck. thank you god okay yeah, he wasn't very happy with us. And then we put on some Coco Melon I for all you fathers and mothers probably know what that is. And they sang um, Old MacDonald Had a Farm and it got him all quiet and eased down. So that was awesome. He has one tooth missing. He looks like a hockey player. Hopefully when he's four, we can replace it. They say we can't do anything until he's four years old. So we'll see what that happens. But uh, yeah, he's a little champ. All right, let me give out the shenanigans real quick. Check us out on the net where you can listen to all of our episodes, and you can click the link for our YouTube channel where you can watch reactions and breakdowns of WandaVision, Mandalorian, all kinds of good stuff, especially with all the stuff that's coming out of Disney Plus. We're going to have a plethora of stuff to watch on there. Also, check out our Podit It Forward page where we have great podcasts like Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Pop Culture Hour, *Force Toast, *Canto by Dispatch. By the way, *Force Toast, happy two-year anniversary of their podcast. Well done. Love them. They are a great podcasts. If you haven't listened to them, please check them out. They're great. Also, Kessel Run Transmissions, and they got some big news coming out, some cool personal news that's coming out. So check them out soon for that info. You can also email us at thesithlist at gmail.com and check us out on T Public, where we have this really cool new shirt that Chris Hall made for us. And if you remember the Rock and Sockum games, we kind of incorporated the Mandalorian with that. Man, Chris Hall is just the best. He is a gem of an artist and thank you again, Mr. Hall, for kicking ass.
5: Listening. Now, when you say he made this shirt, yeah. So like he sewed them and everything. Um
4: he he's in the process of sewing him. He sewed me the one that he made. He gave it like a crew neck and he sent it to me and then I approved it and I sent it back. And he's gonna use that as the prototype for all the rest of them. I'm still waiting for his t-shirt because he didn't send me the t-shirt, he just sent me the crew neck.
5: Hey, in all honesty, man. <laughs> Chris Hall rules, by the way. If when you talk about sewing or Crafting stuff like that. Our right. friend, uh, Jess Schrader, her Etsy store is blowing up, man. Is it really? She, oh yeah, she's doing really well with it. And, uh, that is super cool. And I, I li- think we li- need li- to get Jessica Schrader on here. We do. We, we definitely do. It, you know, and any of our friends who are like kicking ass and taking names with stuff like that, let us know, man. I, I would be happy to Plug shout it. your
3: praises to the CEO. Oh ceiling. yeah, absolutely. I started selling crack. You did. Dude,
0: excellent! Can I have some? Because <laughs> I need to make it through this next boo. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> I'll just sprinkle. it no, you a little want bit, you like want, you want things. something that'll bring you a little down and, and easy. You don't want. Yeah, no, I, need, I need I need smash and I need no, a rounder. No. I need yeah, a rounder need, after I take some smash. Yeah, you you don't. No, no, no. And remember, Boo, you got to have the Ten Crack Commandments all always by your side if you're going to do that. Mm, Never get high so on your own supply.
3: Supply. No credit. That's right. Yeah, no, no
2: paper trail. <laughs> no, man. Come on. Come on i no, just no, started i'm sorry song by the notorious big um, right through the whole game dude <laughs> can
4: you do a lot of that before a reaction video because i'll get thumbnails for the rest of my life with you on crack watching wandavision let
3: me do crack yeah, let me do, me do, yeah, yeah. Crack. Exactly. just do crack no you got it i'll be i'll be able to no be awake for everything i'll be able to go to work do the re- <laughs> well you can <laughs> do the, the breakdown recording. for us too exactly yeah. just wired be just great. kidding
4: people say no to drugs In today's story, Elena tried taking a magic potion
3: which she thought would help her. Well, she found out there aren't any magic potions. And you know what? There aren't any magic drugs either. Anytime you take one from anybody but
4: your parents or your doctor, you're taking a very big chance. Drugs don't make your problems go away. They just create more. Please say no to drugs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's uh, get into some box office the little things. This is a uh, movie oh God, about boo.
5: About your penis
4: again. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know, see, I, I, got, I got the joke
4: in before you did there, Eric. See, that's what but she see, said. But oh, oh. Wait. two point one million dollars. The crudes still on top of the
3: list though.
4: Still, Liam Neeson. Well, that's not Liam Neeson. No, he sucks now. Yeah, he's number third. <laughs> Number, Number third. third. Number third. I mean, right when I said it, I said off. Nope. Oh, Number third. He's Number third on the list with the marksman. Number two is Croods, <laughs> the new age. Wonder Woman 1984 still hanging on there with 905,000. Monster Hunter, 585,000. There's your box office. But yeah, little things still holding on while it's on HBO Max. So I guess well done. Anybody watch anything cool this weekend or this
2: week? No. Anyone?
5: No, I'm pretty. I'm really enjoying Shit's Creek. Um, and oh, good! Season four. That is a fantastic show. I've Great definitely recommend it. Great the, show. The uh, yeah, just the the people, the humanity in it is very excellent.
4: Yeah, and have you noticed, Eric, that every season it gets a little bit more heartwarming, like the oh, stories, yeah. and then you yeah. start really like, yeah, it, it's a sign of a really good show. You still you're rooting for the characters. I'm yeah. in season five. I, we just restarted it because we hallelujah finished West Wing. We started, I was telling Boo before, about a couple of years ago, I watched this show called Sinner with Jessica Biel and Bill Pullman, and it was a really good show. And it came out again, and I didn't watch it again. And there's another season that just came out. So there's three seasons. I just started watching season two. Fantastic. It's a really good show. So if you are trying to get into a, like a show that you want to binge like six, seven episodes, The Sinner on Netflix, check it out. I think you all dig it.
3: Speaking of Netflix, I saw Malcolm and Marie. Oh, okay. That's supposed to be really uh, heavy. Yeah, with John David Washington and, and uh, Zendaya. So yeah, it is. It is very heavy. It all. It's all based on one night between this married couple, which is Zendaya and no, not married yet. both boyfriend or girlfriend. Sorry. Spoiler alert. No, no, not really. Kid. No. Um, and their interactions over one specific moment oh that happened earlier that night i won't give anything away or anything like that powerhouse performances because it's Mm. only them two you see the entire movie i heard it's like a play yeah yeah funny enough i did see somebody uh tweeted about it and they said this could have been a 35 minute short film instead of like two hours Mm. i could see that i i i couldn't not not agree with it but the performance that you get throughout the whole film from both of them zendaya has this one scene holy shit i really I, like her man i have known i've known that she's a good actor because i watched euphoria on uh, on hbo she was just incredible and such a change because you don't see her that way changes your entire mindset for her and she won an emmy for that by the way she did yes and yeah so but for malcolm and marie she does fantastic she's actually i think the not better actor but the performance that she gives is just that little bit better. Than she, she outshines didn't. him just exactly, a little bit. Got exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But both of them are He's fantastic. Yeah. So I, I, I do recommend seeing it. It is heavy. It is heavy. And it's interesting, especially if you're in a relationship. Oh,
4: okay. I thought you were going to say on crack.
3: That too. <laughs> what if you're in a relationship with crack? Mm. As long as you're holding the crack with you in your hand. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So you give it the Sithless seal of approval. Yes. I, I could see how people don't like it, but I could s-
2: Definitely see how people would just dig it a lot. Yeah.
4: Okay. Unless you see anything?
2: Yeah. I started watching a series on Netflix called Alice in Borderland. Oh, okay. And, I mean, you uh, find
4: really cool, obscure ones. Yeah. I, don't this know is, that. Uh, I just watched the top 10.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Burgerton, dude. Burgerton all day long. Huh? Or Burgerton Firstly, or
4: Brigerton, whatever the hell that's called. <laughs> no, Burgerton. Um,
2: I, I, I might be messing <laughs> this up, but I think it's a Korean uh, mm. series. Okay. And it's got like battle royale and ready player oh, one, okay. kind of style and vibes. It's like right on. the city becomes you got to it's their safe zones, and if you're inside of another zone. You get you know your head explodes. Anyone who's seen a uh, battle royale Jesus. is a very crazy, uh, dystopic futuristic <sighs> story where they take because society crumbled, and the best way to save society instead of doing something like the purge. The idea was to take graduating classes from high school and put them on an island and say, okay, whoever wins, whoever survives is the winner, and you're allowed to enter into society.
4: Now, Les told me about this, and we, I watched it with Les, and it was crazy. And this is before the Hunger Games came out. So, this is like yeah. Hunger Games for adults. Like, it's hardcore violent and has every trope that Hunger Games has, but way before, yeah. you know, it was ahead of um, its time, that's for sure.
2: But Alice in Borderland has some other science fiction elements to it also. Uh, and then there's all these other elements introduced, like previous players and, and people that know certain things. There's a military element. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's dubbed, but it also has subtitles. I, I watch everything with subtitles. It's pretty cool. I, I'm almost done with season one. Right on.
4: Cool. What's that called again?
2: Alice in Borderland.
4: Alice in Borderland. All right. I think uh, that is all for the box office and what we watched. Now, right before we came on, there was some news that dropped in the Star Wars world. Kylo, let us get into some Star Wars. It's time for Eric's Star Wars Report.
5: Man, oh man, what a scene. So yeah, we ever so subtly teased this all the way up until now. And here it is. And I'm taking this right from the Hollywood Reporter because, you know, it rules. The Mandalorian. Star. Boy, if you're going to put quotes around something, you could have put it around Star instead of The Mandalorian. Gina Carano fired amid social media controversy. A Lucasfilm spokesperson called the actress' most recent remarks abhorrent and unacceptable. The, the uh, press release, if you will, said that she is not currently employed by Lucasfilm. There are no plans for her to be in the future that we parted ways and off we went. But I mean, you know, I think that, (sighs) I think the writing's on the wall and there's a lot of other stuff that's popping up saying that this has just been like, they're just kind of getting their ducks in a row. And that the original idea was that she was, you know, they were going to announce her as a star of one of those shows that would, they talked about in the investor call and then they decided not to. And they re are retooling it. So, I mean, here's the deal, man. It's, it's kind of about time. I guess. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Are you, are you surprised? Are you shocked that it went had to go all the way to this? In a way,
4: shocked that she kept pushing the rhetoric and the envelope. At, you know, we, you've said this before, Eric. It, it seems like people self-sabotage themselves. She's not an A-list actress. You have a great gig. Well, I'm glad she said them out loud because I, I don't want people like that involved in the franchise that I love. So I'm glad that she said it out loud so you can filter people out like that. But I just boggles my mind that people don't get it. So, uh, uh, it doesn't surprise me that they fired her. Uh, It doesn't surprise me that she wasn't under contract. This was probably a thing that was happening and they just haven't talked about it. Um, and there's just so many people that you can start crapping on before, you know, you get crapped on yourself. So yeah, no love lost on my end.
0: It was the right move. It was something that Disney slash Lucasfilm should have done a while ago, and the wording of the the release or the email or whatever it it kind of makes it sound like it happened a while ago, but they didn't say anything. But obviously, she had some views that are reprehensible, and yeah, just that she would say that like I, it sounds bizarre to say. I'm glad she said it, but I understand where you're coming from because yeah. if someone is going to be that bad of a person, I would rather know about it. And it's something they should have done a while ago, but I'm glad they finally did something. There are yeah, they the um Rangers of the New Republic was probably going to have her somewhere around its center. It sure there are still other people you can have the the um the X Wing pilot who is in Kim's convenience. You have characters like uh Shriv and Iden from Battlefront. Um there are you you can make new characters. Um
4: Now, was that supposed to come out before Season 3 of Mando?
0: No. Well, there you go. You can
4: just bring up and make up a new character and then have her lead the way. It's not that hard for these guys.
0: It'll be interesting to see if they recast uh, or just because I think the idea of Cardoon is great. A survivor of Alderaan who did some really bad shit during the Galactic Civil War, who is dealing with that, dealing with the loss of Alderaan and wanting to make a new republic. That's a great idea for a character. you know you could have someone who's like you know her twin who went through all the same exact stuff or just recast her and have that character, but have someone else play it yeah and yeah. i I guarantee you anyone else they could get would be a better actor than she was.
4: yeah, yeah, and it's happened before in different movies and different series. things get
2: recast. Right. yeah, she didn't have to quadruple down exactly like this. You just look, you just need to learn to be better. You need to learn to find a way to be tolerant. That way people can tolerate you, you know, that way people Mm -hmm. can be like, hey, okay, we understand this thing that she put out to put that out there to post that and to have it out there like that. And, you know, just to, to just gallivant, you know, just to nonchalantly throw it out there like, yeah, see, and here it is. And just hang your ass out there like that. Take some balls. And you had to know you had to know what this was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? If if you've never played with the handgun before, you start swinging it around and you're freaking, you know, you're going to shoot yourself. It's going to go off. Come on. Look, she's had
4: gasoline poured on her for the last two years. You don't go messing around with matches when you're already doused with gasoline. And and, and, and people here on the Sith list, I'm not going to talk for everybody, but I can guarantee you that no one here minds what political party you're in. If you're a Democrat, independent, if you're a Republican, if you're, you know, if you believe in the force and you think that's a party, it's all good with us. But then when you start mixing in some crazy notions and then start comparing yourselves with. Yeah, I don't. It's, see, when, with,
2: it's when you start allowing the elements of hate, when the elements of hate and and separation and segregation. And right. and when you start putting barriers up and putting stereotypes, which is another barrier, just it, all these these metaphorical barriers. and. You start putting barriers up. That's when we all start having problems. You can have your preferences. Like we said, people, look, there's people who like to put ketchup on steak. And you know what? Fine. Don't I listen guess. to us ever again.
4: <laughs> Fine. <laughs> go, go away. Go away. Don't listen you, to us.
2: You know, I'm just saying it's okay. But then again, don't, when, especially when you're talking about groups that are of people that get hurt mm-hmm. and there's real harm that happens to them or happen to them. You have to, you got to have some empathy there. You just have to. It's not a harmless opinion because you add to all the other general things they have to go th- in their regular life for right. existing. That throws fuel on their fire that they have to put out or they have to endure to go, you know, just to go through.
4: For the people that aren't into this crazy Star Wars Twitter life and, and are looking at everything Star Wars like we do, what she had said was she compared herself being a Republican to someone. That was Jewish during Nazi Germany, the persecution and the persecution the that they're getting, the Republicans up, yeah. are getting are is the same as what the communities were doing to the Jewish in the neighborhoods. To be clear,
5: she's trash. OK, I just want to point that out. But what she what this quote was actually about was that the people, the general masses, the citizens were persecuting the jews before the government did right that's the point she's trying in the to make. communities in the neighborhoods right before but it's, it's so poorly poorly done that if if republicans in the states think that they're that's a a one-to-one analogy right good lord that's what i'm saying it's you just ridiculous. Have no idea what suffering
4: is so boo what, what's your take on this whole thing
3: yeah so for the past few months I think Gina Carano has slowly been escorting herself up to the guillotine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and she's been holding on to the rope by herself and she's just like, "So, when shall I pull it? Anybody yeah. want to know?" It's just yeah, and then we're all just like waiting in the audience like, "She got to fucking do it." She just and she finally did it. She finally right. did it and her head is rolling into the basket and she seems surprised. I think her face is there's a surprised face on her head as of right now. And I think it's I don't know. It's it's just it, it it really boggles the mind at what she's what she's done, what she continued to do, and she probably still will continue oh, to Oh, she'll do it even more now. There's nothing to hold her back. Exactly. So yeah, so that's that's something I think that's just gonna it's gonna be a head scratcher forever. I think the more important thing to move on to now is just recast her. Yeah, they should recast her. King Tom's right. No offense to her, I guess, her character. If, if if you want to be technical, she's not the biggest character in the world, so it's not like it's, she's not you know the Mandalorian. It's not you know the the shock trooper show. You know it's She can be recasted, and I'm sure there's plenty of women out there that would just right. rock that. Oh, absolutely! Rock it. You can't. She wasn't great, like
4: you no. said. She
2: wasn't. Uh, she got better this season. Find but, a yeah.
0: trans actress. Yeah, Anybody, yeah Somebody, that, somebody that, would be, uh, that would be great.
2: Somebody E-Com. tweeted out a photo of a uh, Laverne Cox. If you yeah. know her from uh, Orange is the New yeah, Black, absolutely, yes. and they're like, let's put her in and just give her a new name and just say this is a new Alderanian survivor, right I, on.
3: But no, I, no. I think, I think not even that. I think it would be even of a better look to say that this is still the same character, different actress or just different actor, and just force people to forget about her, kind of thing. You know, just kind of a like a replacement, not, mm-hmm. not uh, don't let her take the character with her, kind of thing. You know, she's ruined her career. Don't let her don't let her take the character away from people because a lot of people, you know, dig the character. I did. I was like, this, this is awesome. Somebody walking around with the, you know, the equivalent of an M60, you know, just just shooting people and shooting droids and stuff like that. I was like, this is the shit. You know, shit. But well, the character is the shit. Well, what so, it- yeah. So, yeah. So just go ahead, Eric. Well, no, we know what it would do because
5: <laughs> you're hitting it right on the head. If you if you want to minimize her, you unceremoniously recast her and don't even bat an eye. Yeah, it shows exactly. How unimportant mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. We all saw Fresh
3: Princess Bel Air. Yeah, yeah. Was it Vivian? Yeah, yeah.
2: It just gets that's, a one, that's a sensitive one, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. There was a whole controversy and behind the scenes thing. Oh, and, was it really? Oh, yeah, man. and that oh, just spoke man. to something else. Oh, shit. Uh, that just spoke to some other things that, you know. that You they, see,
4: that came out and they didn't even talk about that. They no, just but they, they
2: mended that fence when they did the reunion show during oh, the first right. part of the pandemic. You know, during the first few weeks oh, yeah. of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I didn't know, the know the that that was reunion. a part of it. And okay. they talked about that and they, they, they buried that hatchet and got, gave each other flowers for that. Oh. But yeah, no, you're right. That. You just unceremoniously have someone show me, say, hey, Kara, dude. And she's just like, someone else. Just legit. Somebody just, else just standing there, just does the same get up and everything, yeah. with the same hairdo. dude just in yeah. there, like, "Hey!" And you're just like, okay. "What would be <laughs> hilarious
5: is to have to do that." So just real casual, have you know the Mandalorian stand there and be like, "I always kind of thought you were a piece of crap, but for some reason, I <laughs> like you so much better right now." That's
4: weird. That'd be great if she see Grogu sees her again. He does a double take. Giggling.
5: No, they're adorable. Well, I saw somebody had posted a thing of the scene where he's choking her
0: ah. and said it looks like he knew all <laughs> of Ah, the on, you piece of Do crap, you. Think you. That either they're going to recast her or we're going to turn on first episode of Mandalorian season three, previously on Mandalorian, and they're going to have that scene where Moff <laughs> Gideon gets his gun and fires it. And then some like stunt double is going to go, ah, Shot <laughs> wow. and that's what happened to Car yeah. dude
4: so, yeah, I think you're right. I think they just need a recast and that's yeah. it. Move on. And then have a celebration and don't even mention the recast and just say, and playing Cara just that, have her walk out.
2: Not even that. They could just write it into the into the crawl, right? Yeah, but they don't, it don't have it a crawl. As it scrolls up, oh, it doesn't have a crawl. That's no. right. Oh.
0: That was at at Celebration Chicago. They had her, um, Carl Weathers, and Pedro Pascal come out. And she just felt so good for the three of them. And you could like Carl Weathers was animated and excited. He was awesome. Right. And she was good. And you could tell that she loved the idea of being in Star Wars. And same thing with Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell happened? What happened? I mean, well, we know what happened. But. Right. 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 Oh.
5: Yeah, it's a shame when listen, if you if you can't be a DC good lord, this is the exact same conversation as before if you can't be a decent human being, if you don't have it in you to change your way of thinking and, you know, we can't control the way somebody thinks, if you can't do any of that at bare minimum, figure out the self-preservation part of it. Yeah. I don't know. Don't make me find out you're an asshole. Don't make it easy. Don't, yeah.
4: Don't, don't make it easy on me to hate you.
2: Yeah. Don't give it up so easily.
4: And for the people that say, Hey, she has every right to say whatever she wants. Uh, you know, Freedom of speech, absolutely. But it doesn't mean that she needs to be working where she works. Yeah, you right? work
3: for a private I company. Don't have consequences. That's it's, right. Yeah,
2: you got to be held accountable. So yeah, exactly. it a
3: conduct unbecoming. Yeah, just uh, conduct detriment to the corporation.
2: Exactly, and that's what
3: it is. Yeah, yeah. that is you the know. epitome. And then you can go say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah
5: and I mean, yeah. And being publicly <laughs> being publicly traded, you know, they've got a a whole bunch of people to
3: answer to. And absolutely. King Tom specifically. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's, yep. he's on those calls yeah <laughs> he's he's uh what is it eagle-eyed on those things but anyhow yeah how about them <laughs> apples, man?
5: and like let's just say for the sake of argument that there was anything else going on in star wars at all it doesn't matter now because mm-hmm. no <laughs> nobody that, that, cares
4: that took all of the show notes away. Except for one thing I wanted to ask you guys. It looks like that Ubisoft, they're going to use this amazing engine that's called the Snowdrop. I think, lest they use that, a similar engine for... Destiny? There you go. I okay.
2: Um, yeah, the engine's
4: yeah. very similar to what they yes. use for Destiny. They're going to use it for the open world game. But here's what I want to ask you guys. It looks like the rumor is that it's going to be based in the Mandalorian world. This is what the rumor that I read. Now, Is that the world that you would want for this game like this? And you guys being gamers, that's a question I wanted to ask you. Eric, I'm going to go with you first because you've been playing an open world game every single night of your life. I want to know what world would you like this to be in?
5: I think a frontier aspect like that is probably the easiest way to go. Okay. Because you, you can have like a more varied landscape. You don't have to worry about these crazy extreme like superpowers, if you will, of, you know, because a Jedi going into a place, that sort of changes the dynamic of everything. But when you have somebody, and whether it'll be the Mandalorian or not remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. But like the take the places he's going and the types of things he would be doing, you just got a lot more to work with. And uh, I, I think that's a good call. One thing I'm interested to see is how in an open world game, like how space travel is going to fit in there. Right. Because, right. You, you know, you have all these different biomes, if you will, like in an open world game, like Red Dead. You, you know, you've got right. the desert, you've got snowy mountains and you know, everything in between. And, but then like the travel part of it is... Interactions can happen during it. So, like, if you're in hyperspace, of course, now with the uh, High Light Republic, the- we can yeah. see, we see that that's uninterrupted hyperspace travel doesn't necessarily have to be a real thing, right? But uh, I do think that that works out now because all of the games are the story behind them is still the intent is that they're going to be canon, right? Mm-hmm. That puts you in a position where you are not going to be able to tell a story that they want to tell in another medium mm. so they're probably not going to have the mandalorian and have him do some like totally rad stuff because they're like they'd much rather have that in a tv show right <laughs> or at least tell you that initially in a tv show and then maybe make a game based off of it
2: right but okay.
5: uh, yeah unless you had you said you had an idea
2: well, I mean, as far as like going to destinations and stuff, you just set up all the fast travel stuff. But oh, okay. if you did, I mean, but then Eric's saying that element of, you know, if they could attack you in hyperspace or where you're doing a little jump to a location, then yeah, I mean, it may be that you can just go to that destination and then roam openly throughout the whole planet God, you're so or cool, through certain man. <laughs> parts of the planet with like fast travel and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they, yeah I, Eric, I would like to see what they're going to do. And if you, if it is going to be canon, you, yeah, it's got to be a different story.
4: Eric's right. With the hyperspace, with the High Republic, they've opened it up for all kinds of different things that they can. You are not interrupted in hyperspace anymore. By the way, I'm only three hours away from finishing, and it's getting really juicy, that High We're, Republic.
3: Uh, so
5: you're still on Light of the Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one thing I will say just real quick is that in rebels and in like some of the other stuff there have been like they'll use gravity well generator on a ship to yank another ship out of out of hyperspace hyperspace so it's not it's not unfounded you know what i mean but anyhow i do think that would be a super cool thing now one thing you could do let's say you wanted to have it be luke skywalker you could have him looking for Jedi artifacts and learning about the Jedi as you go, because that would be a neat way to tell a story. You could really tell a compelling mm-hmm. story while still having a lot of action going on, but not have anything where the stakes are so high that you paint yourself into a corner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, crap, we'd really like to do a movie or a series on TV about this. Well, you know, you didn't close the door by making this open ended game. Right. So, got it. How about you, King Tom?
0: I think I love the concept of open world games, but I think with Star Wars, they're just so hard to do. Because you have to have rules, and if it's a true open world game, then I can take my spacecraft, go anywhere, land anywhere on a planet, and do anything I want. Yeah. And how do you make a rule inside a game that a spaceship going from planet A to planet B can only land on one part of either planet? Yeah, how, huh? how do you make that unless you have a water planet with a small island or a lava planet with a small island. It's I I have no idea how how they do that. And yeah. there are other game you know, I I played things like Skyrim, Grand Theft Auto games they'll kind of border off and this is how I look at they border off their maps. Right. And you would have to figure out a way to do that, unless you do something, like, you know, some of the, uh, Skyrim is an Elder Scrolls game, and the earlier ones were generated by the computer, meaning you could start a game and the- theoretically travel in-game thousands of miles, and it would keep generating a world for you, with towns and monsters oh, man, and dungeons that's crazy. And like that. But I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah right. so it's this is one of those things i love talking about i love the idea of but i just sit back and wait
3: do you have some interesting news about that this is a boo bit oh um, pre-boo bit yeah uh, pre-boo bit just a little this bit. Is like foreplay oh yeah, yeah just a little bit just a little tease yeah a, a little bit a little bit ubisoft has to come out with their avatar game before they come out with this one. Oh, is that right yeah i found that really funny i was like there's james cameron just, just sucking it to us right there Damn, just sucking right james there cameron. I've
4: heard, I have heard some great things about their ride, though, at, at, in Florida. Yeah. I've so heard fine. that thing is unreal. Mm-hmm.
3: That whole Pandora. You're flying on the thing whatever. between the floating rocks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I heard it's amazing. I have heard amazing things so as whatever. well. Yeah. yeah, moving on. So, yeah, of course, an open world. That's the, that's the thing. I think King Tom is right, where you have to create borders. And the tough thing is, is that Star Wars fans, they want new stuff, but then they also want to be able to do the old stuff and the stuff <laughs> they know So that's just the hard thing. We're hard to please, boo. Very much so. Very much so. So yeah, so if you give somebody, look, it's all brand new shit. They're going to be like, I want to do the old shit. Well, no, no, look, it's brand new shit. Well, no. And then you have the other side who's excited and not excited. So yeah, that's the tough thing. And I I, I agree. Just sit back and wait. Hopefully it's amazing and it's as open world as we want. And it's just incredible. You can do what you want. So yeah, so just, and it's Star Wars. It's going to be awesome no matter what. Plus we're going to gobble it up no matter what. I just
4: hope it's, As open as Pitfall.
3: (laughs) If they can do that, then I'm in. That'd be incredible.
5: You
3: you know, they did a good
5: job with Fallen Order. As far as, you know, it was semi-open world. Because you could go to these places and it didn't have to be in a specific order. And that sort of thing. I mean, it wasn't Mm -hmm. 100% open world by any stretch. And they also managed to tell a compelling story that more i mean they made it fit inside canon i you know we've talked about this before i think the more jedi you add the less important luke skywalker's journey and everything yoda had to say to him in empire and in jedi the less important all of that becomes that's just my opinion i guess right.
4: and if it's canon I, you'll do that
0: but I, you know oh, go ahead no personally i was going to say and this is just me I understand why they want games to fit within the canon, but I'm okay with them saying the events of what you do in this game, if it's something, um, like, uh, the one with Starkiller and the sequel, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's stupid to be, to be able to take a Star Destroyer out of the sky, but at the the same time, the Force Unleashed, yeah, it's been a while since I've played it, it's not like I'm on a, a podcast where I talk about video games, um, but you know, it's a stupid idea to want to take a starter story out of the sky, but at the same time, it's so cool. And mm, you can do some valid. fun things in that game. Yeah. And if I can do things like that and then say, oh, you could do this, but it's not canon. I'd be fine with that. You yeah, know, if I, I can am- be a character in an open world star Wars game and do all these things and go all these places and mess with continuity, if they say that's not canon, I'm fine with
5: that. Maybe that's what they should do then. You, let me ask you this: What about you know the what if series they're talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. what th- what if they make a what if series of <laughs> games? Oh, that'd be then fun. you could you could have your cake and eat it too.
4: Mm-hmm. What do you mean what if series? They're, they're going to do a what if for for Star Wars? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Okay, you're talking about the Marvel one,
5: yeah. But I'm just okay. saying, if they take that approach,
4: yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do,
5: and doing an, a reimagining of, sure. a, of something, man, there, there's how you do it, absolutely. And I mean, I think that's pretty cool. The it is tough because, yeah, you want to have a lot, like doing that God level stuff is pretty amazing. And I mean, <laughs> let's face it, like in Battlefront Two, only the storyline is canon. Yeah. yeah, all of the online stuff, I mean, because Good Lord, I've killed Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader <laughs> several times. And uh, you know, it's it <sighs> there's just so much potential. And I do think at some point, man, if they're really wanting if they really want to go like deep on this, they're gonna have to cut the whole everything is canon some slack.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people will have problems with it if it's a quality game. And they shouldn't. All anyway. right. Anyway. That's pretty much it for Star Wars. There's some Hasbro news and stuff like that, but we will probably get into that next week. Not too... Well, I'll just do it real quick. Mandalorian pretty much saved Hasbro this year. They grew nearly 70% than, as from last year's totals because of the Mandalorian toys and merchandise and all that stuff. So that's your Hasbro Star Wars. News.
5: Well, and that's not surprising. No. It's the... I don't know. The figures that have come out. I, I, I've i sort of... I, I was... the Pretty big collector. I've got hundreds of pieces here <laughs> in this room, but it's I've grown weary of it. And the only things that I tend to be drawn to now are like the Mandalorian items. And they're sticking Mandalorian on every last possible thing. Yeah, right. I was at Walgreens today and saw like these little tiny plush balls. One was, I think, BB-8, and another one was something else. And... But it had the Mandalorian logo on the like the display box, and there's n- no Mandalorian thing one in that box, for sure. right? Right, right. But yeah, that's where their bread's getting buttered, man. They did a good job of making something that's so appealing to. Hey, it sounds condescending, and I don't mean it to be that way. But the casuals, and that's that. Those are the people that keep your company going. Yep. They're not Absolutely. the nuts that go to Star Wars Celebration. I mean, those, <laughs> No, it's not it, us. It's, it's, it is awesome, and I'm yeah. sure that they love us, but what they really love is all the people who aren't doing that yet spend a ton of money. But exactly. Anyhow.
4: Exactly. Well, there you have it. There's your Star Wars news. Uh, in a week that didn't look like there was going to be much news, well, we're wrong. Well, thank you, Eric, for that. Appreciate it, man. Sure, man. Let's get into some stuff. Yeah, We just, you know, talked a while about all the crazy stuff that was going down in Star Wars, but there's some other stuff that happened. But let me really quickly read an email from Rob. Oh, gee, Rob. Hey, fellas, it's that time again. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees have been announced. It's another heavyweight list. So I want to know which five of these acts you think should get in. Here are now always weary about this during this time of year because we start Throwing out things, and then next thing you know, we are in a big argument about who deserves and who didn't deserve, and who should be and who shouldn't be, and and then we all get mad at each other. So this year, well, Les is looking at me like we don't get mad at each other, but we do. We just don't tell each other we are mad at each other. This year, like
3: every relationship, yeah, like
4: every you know close (laughs) relationship,
3: (laughs) just like
5: being married. That's right. (laughs) So
4: this year, we're gonna take it very objectively, and we're not gonna pick. Be, you know, we're going to snap at each other. You're wrong. I know I am. I'm ready to snap at all Who's, you guys. Th-
5: why?
4: Let me give you the list. Because watch, you're going to okay. say, like, I'm going to say, Dionne Warwick? No. but Look at your you, face. Look, look, your, your face. look at your, your face. That's your top five. All right. So that's what I'm saying. Don't talk shit on my top five. I, I have here we no go. issue with yours. Yeah. All right. Mary J. Blige, Kate Bush, Devo, Foo Fighters, The Go-Go's, Jay-Z, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, just one Shaka Khan, but I wanted to do two. Carol King, Fela Cootie. I think I'm saying it right. El Coolidge, New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Tina Turner, and Dionne Warwick. Now I'll give you my top five. I don't hate. I'm not hating on Dionne Warwick. Hang on, hang on, real quick. Yeah, I wasn't joking about Iron Maiden. Aren't they in that list? I. It wasn't on the list that Rob gave me. Uh, I thought you were joking and wanted them to be on that list. And I agree with you. Are they?
5: Are they eligible? I'm pretty sure, man. Okay. Well, what hey, is it?
0: is it 25 years after your first album? Yeah. I, well, the eighth, I think that's the long past that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I mean, they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I will say that. Hang and on, if they were know. on this list, they would be on my list. Keep, yeah, keep talking. I'll. Okay, you look it up. up. Here's here is what OG Rob has on his top five: The Go Go's, LL Cool J, Tina Turner, Jay Z, and Rage Against the Machine. Okay, he said tough to leave the Foo Fighters out. Did I say Foo Fighters? By the way, on you my read right the right?
2: Uh, the list. Them? Yes, you yeah, did, yeah,
4: okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I said Foo Fighters, uh, but yeah, Foo Fighters is definitely on this list. Tough to leave the Foo Fighters out, but this is the, for their first time on the ballot. And I'm sure they'll be in, inducted within the next three years. I think that's what you have three years after. Stay safe and hope to see you in person in 2021. OG Rob, thank you for this list. I love when we um, talk about this. Not really, but let's do it. I'm going to give you my list real quick. My list is Rage, Tina Turner, Jay-Z, Foo Fighters, Mary J. Blige. And, and my prerequisite for these bands are longevity or... Just like sports, if you're in and you dominate in a certain amount of time that you're out there, that's why I'm saying Mary J. Blige because nobody was running like Mary J. Blige was when she was at the top of her game. And Jay Z, I think you deserve to be on this list.
3: Yeah, the, the Sandy Koufax thing. The
4: Sandy Koufax. Yeah, that's right. Six
3: years where he's just
4: incredible. That's right. That's exactly right. And Mary J. Blige, I think she does longevity, and while she was doing it, she was doing it well and amazing, better than anybody else. And I, I think the same thing with Jay-Z.
3: Who is Mary J. Blige? Uh, I, I don't know. I
2: just what the fuck? I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
5: I'm kidding. I'm <laughs>
3: kidding. Eric Struthers, go ahead. I see <laughs> you. <laughs>
5: okay. There's two, there's two There's two. names that aren't in this list we we're given. Okay. Oh, okay. No. Oh,
4: Iron Maiden and Todd Rundgren. Oh, damn it. Who am I going to kick out to put Iron Maiden? L- listen, the, re- the reason I have Foo Fighters is because longevity. People forget that the Foo Fighters started back in 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been around for a long time and they've been at the top of their game for a long time. There's not a lot of bands still remain that are uh-huh. like the Foo Fighters. Not a lot, There's a, not. Well, hold on. Weezer should be on this list too. Yes. But Weezer's not on this list. If Weezer right. was on this list, King Tom, I'd say Weezer because I absolutely love them. So a lot of these bands I've seen live. I've seen Rage live. I've seen Jay-Z live. live I've seen Foo Fighters live. And I've, Have not seen Mary J or Tina Turner live, but...
3: You only saw Jay-Z live because Beyonce was there.
4: No, I saw Jay-Z. I flew to Philadelphia to go to his festival because he had Pearl Jam headlining. And I saw Jay-Z perform night one of his festival. And I've seen him with Beyonce, yes. And he's awesome. I love (laughs) Jay-Z. Okay, that's my list. Okay. so But if Iron Maiden was on, I'd pick Iron Maiden. They're on there. Okay, well, Iron Maiden's on. Sorry, Tina Turner. You got great legs, but sorry.
5: For me, man, like I look at... Landscape changing, Mm -hmm. uh, length of time that they continue to be landscape changing and that sort of thing. And like either constant reinvention or so able to maintain, like, I I don't want to say their formula, but to where it still works and still feels fresh and genuine, right? And based on everything I just said, that is Iron Maiden. That is literally their business model. Yeah. Right. Uh, for them, I mean, Foo Fighters is a no-brainer for me. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably Mary J. Blige. I'm really torn between her and Tina Turner. Rage Against the Machine, just for like what they did when they did it. Yes. That's exactly why I picked it. That's my really?
4: Sandy Koufax is Rage Against the Machine.
5: It was well needed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was I know exactly. Very much right. needed. Yes, at the time, but a fresher breath air, a breath, breath of fresh air. Thank you. I like fresh breath air better. Yeah. But no, I'm just saying for the the, <laughs> the 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 political landscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And, I agree. And to come out and just have these angry guys who are righteously angry. This isn't my mom and dad were mean to me. It's the whole goddamn world is oppressing me and i've had enough that's for real man and (laughs) i just you know and hell i can't relate to that but you understand what i'm saying right so with that too and and
4: also eric when you first heard rage's album for the very first time did it not make you feel different like when i heard when i heard bleach for the first time by nirvana it made me feel different Different in a way of holy shit! I've never heard anything like this, especially rage, killing in the name of that. That first album they put out was what the hell is this, and why do I feel like I want to go take over? Um, I was going to say take over the government. Don't I don't think that's that. a good thing to say. Um, but you know what I mean, like yeah. And and um, you're right; they were pissed off. The first time I ever saw them was at Lollapalooza before Lollapalooza was stuck in Chicago. It was a traveling sh- um, show pretty much. And they came out, nobody knew who they were. They had one song out, killing in the name of, they came out with duct tape on their mouths and they stood there for 10 minutes. Didn't say a word they Had people throwing bottles at them, uh, people cussing them out because they just stood there. They opened up the entire show and then they took it off and they just killed it and won over everybody. Um, and they, yeah, they're just one of those bands that you, when you hear them, you go,
5: okay, they just changed the landscape. Um, and I don't remember, I don't know how many I've mentioned, but the Go-Go's for me. And the reason is, um, they were, a a rock band that deserved to be taken seriously. They played their own instruments. Sure. They were, there was a lot of sex appeal there, but that's not what the Go-Go's were mainly about. Mm-hmm. That was just like the bonus, I guess, because they wrote songs, they played music, they kicked ass and... Uh, quite honestly, it took a long time before any other real girl bands who could be taken seriously came along. Right, and uh, for them to be able to get this financial or finance—good lord—the this commercial success that they did, <laughs> which ultimately financially, financial, it's financial success, yeah. But in a landscape like that, is pretty tremendous. And uh, plus, their songs are just catchy AF. Oh, man. they're great! I love yeah. the Go Go's.
4: I really do. I think they deserve to be on there too. It's just, it's hard with the New York dolls. They, they're very influential. Ella Cool J was Carol King tapestries one, consider one of the greatest written albums in history. I don't know. It's tough. It's Devo. tough to, Devo talk about changing landscape. I mean, everybody knows Whippet, it, but Whippet's it's not. If you, if you know Devo and you listen to Devo Whippet's it's not the song that you want to always go to. Dude. They have <laughs> great, great, uh, uh Uh, list of songs
5: there's a great moment in the simpsons that they were in and they're getting ready to play a show and somebody yells out play whip it and they say no we're gonna play the other one (laughs) exactly girl you
4: want girl you want was my other one Uh, i love that song
5: you know the only thing that makes it like devo definitely came in and changed the landscape but they never At least to me That's They sort of stopped there
4: Yeah Yeah Well he ended up Becoming a composer Right Oh yeah Yeah. Mark Mothersbaugh Mark Mothersbaugh Yeah
5: He's done movies He's done that Crappy Frosty The Snowman sequel (laughs) Yeah Uh, He did a lot ton of of video games too On uh, Yo Gabba Gabba
0: Mm.
5: (laughs) Yeah he's been very successful
0: Yeah But um,
5: Anyhow
4: Okay King Tom How about you
0: Um, I love the Foo Fighters But I'm gonna have to Leave them off Okay just because, like, I, I, don't know. I feel like they had a big dead period, or at least some of their stuff wasn't as good. So you're saying um,
4: Foo Fighters are off?
0: Foo Fighters.
4: Did you just mute
3: him? <laughs> <of you>. that? <laughs> he did.
0: That I'm ind- sorry, You're a <laughs> You
5: can say whatever you yes!
3: want, unless yes! I don't like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it doesn't mean you have to be on the show. Yeah. yeah. that's right. <laughs> oh. Uh,
2: I'll put so, the backstage real quick. Yeah. No, that, was, that was dang. It's not cool, but funny at the same time. It it was funny. It was funny. (laughs)
0: Uh, Devo, Go-Go's, Jay-Z, Tina Turner, and New York Dolls, just because I have a friend who used to write for the Rock Hall, and his thing, because they're based here in Ohio, but you talk to anyone up in Cleveland, it's a whole, the Rock Hall doesn't respect Cleveland. They're based here, but their home is not here. Their home (laughs) is in New York, and the feeling up in Northeast Ohio is that the Rock Hall- has a very big New York influence sure. bias, whatever, and people in New York, the New York Dolls are a huge influence there, on it, especially Massive. that scene back in the day. So I think they, I don't think they're necessarily better than any of the other names that I'm leaving off here because I think that fifth spot could be anyone, right? But if it was like a who's getting in, it's gonna be gotcha. And okay. although I, you know, I'm only answering this because OG Rob. If anyone else asked, I would boycott it because Weezer's not. Right. Weezer should be. They should Absolutely.
4: be. And there's another band. People don't realize how old Weezer yeah. is. I ha- they were out also back in 1994. was their Four. first album. That's right. I worked at a music store back then, so I would know. That's how old it is. People don't realize they're still putting out stuff, and they're still on the radio, just mm-hmm. like the Foo Fighters, and people still listen to them. That's crazy. Yeah. It's not that easy to do. Eric, I'm sure you could uh, attest to that. It's not easy to stay on for 20 something years or 30 years and uh, still be relevant.
5: Good Lord. No, man. I mean, I've barely been able to do it in the years okay. I've been active, but there it is. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty commendable.
3: It's so, you know, as you guys know, my uh, musical knowledge is not that deep. I think Tina Turner should definitely be in mm-hmm. grew up with Tina Turner. Yeah. Fantastic. I agree with rage. Cause rage is one of those, I think it happens for almost every teenager or every, you know, adolescence when they hear something like that. Mm-hmm. It I don't think it can be copied or done again or just how impactful it can be, where you're just like, whoa. You know, that's I've never heard anything like that. I've never right. heard just it, it is an experience. So definitely, definitely rage. Jay Z, although it is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for music, I think how he's made himself just more than that, I think is kind of, you have to put him in there.
4: Uh, see that face, less that you're giving right now? I see that face, dude. That's what I was talking
2: about. That I'm face. not angry. There's no Wait, anger here. Not, hey, you're making he just us thinks angry. you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. He just, yeah, he was just.
3: <laughs> At all, man. All right, keep going. A, uh, what is it? I, I have to agree with the Foo Fighters. I think the Foo Fighters uh, should be in there for still being relevant. And not just mm-hmm. relevant, but, you know. Top of their game. Exactly. When they put stuff out. Exactly. People are like, hey, Foo Fighters album, uh, new album's out. You, you know that. You, people know that more than mm-hmm. you. Know, you can point and you're like, oh shit, I got to go listen to that. Not many artists can do that and still stick around mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, for the fifth one, uh I'm, I'm coming out a bit of a blank for a lot of these as far as names. I'm sure I've heard a ton of them mm-hmm. and I like a ton of them, but I just don't know. I guess Mary J. Blige, because I I do remember and she was fucking huge. I remember like things that that helped me remember that are the MTV music awards. Yeah, she would win everything. Uh, yes, exactly. Every, every Grammy. Exactly. So yeah, so I would I would have to give her major credit for that. Okay. I do, I do recognize your music, yes. All right. Les, it's on you now.
2: My, my only que- question is Is Snoop Dogg already in the hall or is he bound to come up? That's a good point?
4: question, man. I don't know. Now, That's the only weird. reason why I say
2: this is because if he's not, then, then Jay Z needs to be moved. For mm-hmm. me, Jay Z needs to be moved off until Snoop gets on. Okay. Because okay. for me, they're both contemporaries. Right, but
4: how about uh, this longevity? Snoop stopped making. Uh, and somebody, uh, Method Man, said this yesterday. This is really relevant. Method Man said Snoop is not a rapper anymore. He, Snoop is a unbelievable. He's he's uber entertainer, and he doesn't. He's a
2: conglomerate now. He's, that's right. He's he's a, he doesn't. He's a self contained conglomerate, that, yeah. and he
4: doesn't rap anymore.
2: He did what most rappers are supposed to do. You're supposed to make that jump. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Now, but I'm saying Jay Z still puts out stuff. Now, what I'm going to say is the reason why I want to say. I'm putting them to as contemporaries because they're the last two standing from the carnage that gotcha. was the East and West coast. Right. And if you look at it, album for album, if Jay Z put one out, Snoop had one out, you could do a versus between them two and it would be as entertaining. And everybody's going to be like, Oh my, they, they just have tracks together. So I w- I want to take Jay Z completely off okay. until you find out if Snoop's I, in. It, uh, Right, okay. they bonify each other. They complete each other, as far as I go. Got it. Uh, but I will say because you have to look at some of this. I'm looking at it in other eye, like through other lenses. For Dave Grohl to take to also come from that tragedy of Nirvana and Kurt Cobain, and to pop up with Foo Fighters and just keep rolling, people could have easily been like, "Oh, he's trying to just capitalize on his, you know, fame of being part of that band, and you know, going from that." But no, he proved that he could do this. He proved that he could lead a band. He's a great musician. He's a, if there was some type of like a pantheon of like philosophers or music philosophers, Dave yeah. Grohl has shown that he's that guy.
4: Les, do you remember we were sitting there watching them live and you looked at me and you go, you said, dude, this is, a, he's a legitimate rock God. And I yes. said, yeah. yeah, I said, he's he a absolutely legitimate... And there's not a lot of them left.
2: No. And he understands it. Not only that, he understands and he, he takes the time sometimes. He's like an mm-hmm. ambassador. You know what I mean? He takes the time sometimes to say some things, right. or, you know, and throw some stuff out there. Watching mm-hmm. that documentary, Sonic Highways, was oh, great! freaking so great. I was that's- just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. The, so the, the, the level of and, and that's why I'm saying he's a he's a the, like a Rosetta Stone of music. Like he yeah. was at Austin, you know. Go ahead, Eric. And, oh, I'm sorry. Another thing about Dave Grohl is that he is still
5: 100 percent in love with it. Yes. yes. He's, That's it. Is still in love with it. It's in his soul. And mm-hmm. to have have him come from a band like Nirvana and play guitar and front the, a band instead, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, still so be cool. like upper echelon. He's a great right. songwriter. But being in love with it is a big deal to me. Like yes. I, if I can watch somebody play music that they're excited about, even if I'm not that hip to it, dude, it's something to see.
4: So, and they don't take themselves too seriously. And when you go right. see them live, if you've had You've been fortunate to see them live. You know that 30, 40 minutes of their show is dedicated to B-sides and being a garage band. So what they'll yes. do is they'll, they'll change instruments. They will go behind the drums and they'll flop out, switch out different instruments and they'll ask the crowd what they want to hear. They'll have like 10 songs they'll ask. and It'll be a Van Halen song. A, um, it'll be a Sabbath song, a Zeppelin song. They even do a Rush song here and there. They do week Springfield stuff. And if they become a garage band for 30 minutes. And it's the one of the coolest things
2: you'll see. We could have easily done an hour of this because, oh, in yeah. all honesty, yeah. some of these bands, some of these artists on here should be moved to... This is our, our like, teenage years. Yeah, You got, like, Jay-Z, the Foo Fighters, Weezer, we talk about them, uh, Mary J. Blige, Rage, those right there. You could just say, give them their next, you know, put them on the next one and get them in yeah. on the next one on their right. own right. and pay... Respects. So I'll go. The Go Go should get in. Tina Turner.
4: LL, nice LL Cool. She's J. in for it with with Ike. I know she's in with Ike. Mm. Yeah, she's
2: in. Yeah, uh, LL Cool J. Mm. Just just for the fact that he brought a, a. I'm just gonna say he brought the first like real life like hip hop beef to life. Yeah, cool. but D. and D started Kumbu Kumbu throwing hands. Happy. Like they threw hands. Like that's yeah, a did. pinpoint <laughs> pinpoint hip hop moment. That you cannot take from LL Cool J and Kubo D. Go ahead. Uh, if you're going to say, though, that Jay-Z
0: shouldn't be in if Snoop Dogg isn't in, LL Cool J shouldn't be in if, if Cool Kumbo D, isn't D isn't in. Oh, so I, remember yeah. cool
4: I remember Cool Mo D's album and he had his oh, oh, the Jeep uh, over the LL had, Cool J Jeep And he had LL's hat underneath his wheel. Oh, it's yeah. rad. That was really so,
2: cool. okay, then that means I got to kind of change it. So I said, uh, <laughs> so I'll put Devo in there because, yeah. you know, as a kid and you hear the, you hear something different from... You know, classic rock us growing up at the tail, at me being born in 78, you know, there was still Pink Floyd, you mm-hmm. know, the 80s still had, you know, enough classic rock, but Devo just was a different sound.
4: <laughs> yeah, they came out. You know, it was like true. a
2: whole different sound. And then I think I got one more. I, I would have to do Dionne Warwick just for, you know, honoring my mother. In, hey, in all hey man, Dionne Warwick
4: be... de- deserves to be in there too. It's just, I don't know too much of her stuff. Just being the aunt of Whitney Houston, you deserve to be in.
2: I kind of want to, because it was her and Roberta she, Flack, if I'm not mistaken. They were kind of the that. same type of yeah. singer, I think. And Aretha dominated everything. So you boo, gotta your
0: dad's
3: that. a big Dionne Warwick fan. Mm-hmm. He's seen her in
2: concert. Mm-hmm. Dionne's had a
0: pretty good uh, Twitter feed the last few months. Yeah, no, she has. has? She, oh, Dion, okay. She hit really? hard, yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: right on. I'm glad she's doing well. All right. Well, thank you, OG Rob. That was awesome. We didn't get any fights, except for Les giving some weird looks to Boo.
2: I I just, Um, I I really need to be, I need to scratch that itch about Snoop Dogg. I saw, I
4: found, I found it. He is not. He is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The only rappers that are in, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Run DMC, The Beastie Boys, Public Enemy, NWA, Tupac, and that's it. But that's wrong because I know that Biggie is in.
2: Yeah, I was going to say his name should be on there. Yeah, so I don't
4: know what kind of list I'm reading here, but whatever. All right, so let's... Jump to WandaVision, guys. I totally forgot that this episode was out, by the way. It seems like such a long time ago. Unbelievable. Let me read this email first before we get into it, because we have a couple emails about it. This is from Avery. Hey, guys. Hope you're doing well this week and staying warm with all this winter weather we're having. We've been getting a ton of snow here on the East Coast. Yeah, we've been doing really badly here, too, on the West Coast there, Avery. Um,
3: it's tough out here.
4: Yeah, it's really tough. WandaVision continues to, to up the stakes every week, and this episode blew my mind completely out of my body. We're going to spoil WandaVision here. And I, if so, if you are not watching WandaVision and you don't want to get spoiled, please forward for the next 10 minutes. On three, one, two, and spoil. Having Evan Peters, Pietro, aka Quicksilver from the X Men show up at the end of this episode, means King Tom was the closest with his predictions last week. I wonder how many episodes Evan Peters will be in, and if this means. They'll have an outbreak of X-Men thanks to Wanda. What do you think? Also, do you think they're setting up a showdown between Vision and Wanda? It would be shocking and heartbreaking and honestly would establish WandaVision as a truly unique chapter of the MCU. So many things to unpack, but I'll leave you with that. Have a good one and keep up the great work and banter on. Sincerely, Avery. Avery, thank you for the email. The episode was unbelievable. I will say this. I do not think that it's going to be a showdown between Wanda and Vision because the commercials have shown us, unless they're misdirecting us, Vision tells her, let's save this place. It's our place. It's our home now. And so I don't think that's going to happen. An X-Men thing, I think that this Evan Peters thing is a complete misdirection. I think they're messing with us. I don't think that you're going to see a ton of X-Men. It wouldn't be the Marvel way just to give us the information like they just did. So that's my take.
0: I think we'll see more Evan Peters throughout the season. I do not think they're, I think the post credit scene when both vision and Wanda were kind of up flying up yeah, a- against each other in the, in the living room. I think that's the closest we're going to get to them uh, opposing each other. Uh, but at the same time, I think that this, it will open the door to mutants, but I don't want it to open the door to Fox's mutants other than Quicksilver, because by the last two movies, Fox's X Men franchise was just so fucked up. And um, Kinberg. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Did not do a good job overseeing them, nor did Brian Singer. <laughs> um, it was a mess. And I just don't like having their fingerprints on it. And Quicksilver was the only good thing to come from Brian Singer coming back.
4: Wait a minute, Keith. Wait a minute, though. If we were to give you. McAvoy and Fastbender, but with Marvel storytelling and the direction, you don't think that would be just a win-win situation? It's like having a, a – well, I don't want to get into sports franchises because I don't want okay. Eric to uh, get mad at me. Go ahead.
0: I think it would be, but there, there are two things that I, – I, I just feel like there's a lot of baggage from the previous version, and I don't want that. I want them starting the X franchise fresh. all over again. Fresh. Um, the other thing is, McAvoy and Fastbender have been in how many movies together over the last over the last ten years? At least four, yeah. Plus cameos in others. I don't know how much you know they consider themselves serious actors. I don't know how much more they're going to want to play. Okay, these roles. And yeah, if it, if that's something that leads to real life burnout of the role, I'd I'd rather them go with something someone else.
3: Is uh, is them choosing Evan Peters instead of their own Quicksilver? Taylor, um, is that saying that Fox made a better Quicksilver?
4: I I, I think wow. it's just saying that we want to really fuck with you guys and throw yeah. this out there. Did did I anyone
2: think. think the Avengers Two Quicksilver was the better Quicksilver? They were. I thought they were both equally the same. They were. They were okay. I liked what they did with Fox's with Evan Peters, uh, Peter, but the actual action, you know, get in there running around, uh, the cocky guy mm-hmm. that they get they have both elements so they had mm-hmm. like you know the yeah. cocky Quicksilver and then they had this guy that's like hey I know my dad is a guy that plays with magnetism and right. I know I'm very fast and right. I need to find people like me right. and let me go do these cool things and he just did obviously the coolest highlights of any of the movies
4: I liked him better because he's wearing a rush shirt mm-hmm.
0: so I'm biased.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Quicksilver was just generic flat fast guy
0: Yes. He, he was the Flash from DC. It's, I mean, yeah, I, it's boring though, especially compared to what they, what Fox did with Quicksilver, where they made it appear as if it wasn't just he was fast, but his mutant power was to perceive time or flow through time in a different way, and visually that lends it to a lot. It's just a lot more. And he was yes. fun,
4: and he was funny, yeah, and he, he was sarcastic.
2: Was, yeah, he took right. a, a quick and music the Choices soup were soup anywhere. Around. Yeah. <laughs> the slice of pizza the next one. Yeah, he was great. I thought it was a great episode, obviously. Uh, I will say this. I understand. You Please, listen. The excitement. Feige and him said, we're going to do this thing. And I get where Miss Olsen was saying, this is going to be a Luke Skywalker moment. Very exciting. Very, very awesome. Very cool for them to even do that. That just... Now that just did something where five years from now when we get our X-Men that points to this moment. The, 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 the plot threads are always there and they're always tying them together. That's the best thing about this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, is they're always finding a way to put something there. So there's a reason other than for the story and like you said, Arash to just mess with us that's going to have something further from now. And I'm okay with that. We don't it doesn't mean we get X-Men and Three, you know, in three months all of a sudden, hey, secret show. Here's the X-Men. Like, no, doesn't mean that. All right. I do understand that it has the elements of Mephisto, which ties to Doctor Strange, which mm-hmm. means, yes, I could see that as Wanda's crying, Mephisto's like, okay, let me give you the help you enhance the life you want, that you want, and you want your vision. You want your brother back. You want your children. You want this idyllic life in suburban, quiet, away from everybody. That's what you want. Those are your greatest desires. But I get that. I understand that. And that is being executed greatly. I just love what they're doing with this. It's, it, I said it before, Umbrella Academy came and it was just a different flavor of superhero show, comic book based show. Uh, there's Titans, Doom Patrol. There's all these different ones. Punisher came out. It's a different flavor of Marvel shows. Daredevil was a different, you know, all all these different things. And this is just another layer to the cake, man. And it's great. No, it is. I, you know, and by the way, what you said about Mephisto,
4: I think what Mephisto is doing vision is obviously figuring things out. I think Mephisto brought her brother into this because she said she didn't, she didn't uh, do that with a doorbell. Somebody else did that with doorbell. Mm it has gotta be another thing. So I think Vision's getting close. Let me throw this little wrench in there and see if I can help out or maybe he's Mephisto himself. This is a little yeah. theory.
5: Uh I was floored by the episode. You know, I'm not in encumbered, I guess, if you will with a lot of preconceived notions about the characters because I haven't been like hip to the comics or anything like that. And so just taking it at face value, it's ultra rad. I think that Wanda is one of the like coolest heroes or with one of the coolest like sets of powers. Her the acting from Elizabeth Olsen's just crazy good. She yeah. rules in that role and uh I don't know, I like where it's heading. I like the pacing that led up to this and like seeing vision start to unfold this mess is really cool. Uh, A little bit of a side note, man, every time I think of Quicksilver, so when I taught guitar a lot, I had a handful of students who were like really trying to learn chopsy stuff, you know, like really intricate stuff. And I would talk to him about how this, I know this is fast and you you know, you're supposed to play it fast, but one of the things you do is you slow it down ultra slow (laughs) and do it, but like keep your motions the same. The same t- length of pick stroke and all that because you're training your muscles. And I said, now, I'll, I'll show you. And I'd play something at speed that was pretty fast. I said, now, look, I'm going to do it exactly the same thing I did just now, except slow. And I would play these notes and I would reach out and grab my drink and take a drink of it and put it down and then oh, keep shit. picking out the notes and tell them, claim that that's what I did when I played it fast. It was just so fast. <laughs> that's, <they could. laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. But anyway, yeah, man, I, I, I'm totally keen on this
3: show. I love
5: it.
4: That's so good. It's done so well.
3: So I've said week by week how just the creep factor and how just they keep on just... I don't want to see what's going to happen, but then I continue wanting to come back. And that's a hard thing to do. That's a very hard thing to do. I give them major kudos for that. The... How they... This is the first show in a long time, probably since, probably since Game of Thrones where I'm like, I need to see it on Friday. I just can't wait. Mm-hmm. I just need to see it. And the, I, <laughs> although I hate when shows do this, I think they should have stopped it when you see the back of his head and just let people go nuts for a week. I hate it when it happens, but that's what I would have done as a showrunner. I would look like a
4: big idiot because in our reaction video, I said, Michael Douglas, Michael it's Michael Douglas.
2: Douglas.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I not the gray hair. I was like, hey, Michael Douglas is back. Pim's back.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. shit like that to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah Pim particles. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I would have done. And just how you feel for the characters. Because you see Vision at the end right there. He's angry, but he's
4: <gasps> terrified. What a great scene. acting both
3: of them yes Uh. exactly like you don't you don't talk to me like that he's like i'm fucking scared man i don't (laughs) know know. i I am yeah exactly just the emotion out of it you know and you know that she has children now but they're not real necessarily visions dead you're just like what is she's just she's just building herself up into something that's not there and is yeah so just the show is fantastic i just i just can't wait and I, yeah, I, I don't think, not that I think it would have been wasted that if they had brought in the X-Men this way, I just think for such a monumentous moment, especially for the MCU, I think they would, they plan on doing it differently. In, in, in movie theaters. Exactly. Exactly.
4: A que- question I have, though, for all of you guys, when Elizabeth Olsen said that there's this Luke Skywalker moment, was she specifically talking about an episode? Did she say an episode? Or could this be something... In the season finale, I, I thought it was brewing. for this
2: this episode we're talking she, about. She
4: said, "This episode you're yeah. going to have a crazy moment." Okay, okay. Yeah. I
2: didn't. know. Also, the other thing about. they so Monica Rambeau's outside. Yeah, they start mentioning other things too that are right just out there, out there. So there's some aerospace people out there. Uh, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's that. That was my understanding. Uh, and there, some
4: people are saying that Norm is Miss Marvel's brother. He's
2: a uh, Kamala Khan's brother. That's right. Yeah. Right. So we're getting this episode is just like and just sending out the spiderweb so you right. can.
4: And she, yeah. she gave a little weird look. I've, I've watched the episode three times when they bring up um, Captain Marvel.
2: She doesn't look happy.
3: Yeah, there's no relationship there.
4: Yeah, yeah does not look happy there. So that's interesting well, as well.
2: I mean, if your friend, your mom's friend all of a sudden disappears. For right. however many odd and years, your, and your mom passes away, and your mom ends up dying, and you don't see this person and all right. of a sudden, you know, there's a big battle going on, and oh, hey, I remember that lady. She's fighting Thanos right now. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. So yeah, so that's interesting. be a little bitter. I like how they're upset.
4: they're doing that though. Little bits and pieces, like you said, Les. So great. It was just it's fantastic. I can't wait either. We have some more emails here, uh, dear Sith listeners. This is from Shock, by the way. Number one, he listed this seven things. Number one, 80 sitcoms were were so preachy. They were very preachy. Number two. They absolutely nailed the 80s opening. In fact, all of the opening credits to the sitcoms have been spot on, which they have been. This was very Family Ties, if I'm not mistaken, with Mm -hmm. the the painting. Three, I still think Vision is dead, but somehow a part of him survived. If he was all the way alive, Wanda wouldn't need Westview, but he seems to be one of the few characters who can think for themselves. I think every character who who has independent thoughts is from the outside of Westview. Vision, Monica, Agnes, the twins. Mm Hmm. 4. Sword was trying to do some hinky shit with Vision's body. Weaponize yeah. it or something. That must have caused Wanda to stats. That's
2: probably right. That's, uh, that's the theory that's out there, Raj.
4: Oh, okay. Is that
2: she she f- was able to find or feel Vision and she's like, what are they doing to him? And that's when she showed up to kick some asses.
4: Okay. Agnes and the mailman definitely know what is up. Maybe also Dottie, although we haven't seen her in a while. Agnes is the person who constantly pushing the narrative forward, stressing that they have kids or finding dead Sparky to confront Wanda with the death. The mailman says to the twins, don't worry, your mom won't let him get far. Talking about Sparky. He knows that Wanda is controlling things to some extent. Six, uh, even though a lot of evidence is pointing at Wanda doing this whole thing on her own, I still say someone is manipulating her. I agree, Shonk. She says to Vision at the end of this, she doesn't know this whole thing, how it started, and it seems generally surprised when she becomes pregnant and when Pietro shows up. Good points there. Seven, and lastly... The show takes place three weeks after Endgame. Far from Home takes place eight months after Endgame. Is the fact that J.K. Simmons is Jay Jonah Jameson in Far from Home mean that whatever happens in this series still going on after the show is over? Well, we don't have out. any
0: evidence that it mm-hmm. is because we don't know. We haven't seen Jay Jonah Jameson other than that part in the series James yet. Right. Yeah. Right. The one thing I would say his question about uh, Vision backup. During a- it's been a few months since I've seen Age of Ultron, but wasn't there one point when Vision was still a concept he sent his memory out into cloud, so to speak? Because mm. Tony had to go to some
2: facility in- he and did. Maybe He did, a- he did, that's right, and he found him inside somewhere. battling Ultron, right, on the internet or whatever? Or yeah, in the away, cloud, yeah. yeah. But then so- again, also, couldn't Shuri have backed him up? That that would because would she was doing thing. some some quick work in there, and we never really got a full explanation. She, I mean, she did get, you know, it got cut short. Obviously, we all saw that, but that could have been a thing where she at least stored his consciousness and to the cloud. That could be why he doesn't remember or or backed it
0: up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, did not remember anything.
2: Interesting. That's crazy.
4: Well, thank you, Sean. Those are uh, awesome. We really appreciate that. Now, I know that I told. Michael, that he was first in queue, and and you, Michael, you were first in queue with the non Hall of Fame and Wandavision emails, um, and you're still going to be on that queue because we've run out of time. Only because you can blame Lucasfilm for firing Gina Carano because that took up most of our time. But I promise you, at them, yeah, please add them. Don't at us at them. That you are still here on the list, and also. We got Robert from Rancho Cucamonga sent us email about Marvel versus DC and the whim tried to send us a voicemail, but he was so pissed off that about he could, I don't know. He's pissed and he's We're so pissed out. off that he couldn't send the voicemail because he was so irate and he just couldn't gather his thoughts. He said, he emailed, oh, me.
0: we know what he's going to say,
4: right? So I'm going to save all the cool comic book stuff. DC, Marvel, and the X-Men questions, Michael, that you have for next week. We're not even going to do another Boo Bits. We're going to save those. He's going to burst. He's shaking his
3: head. They're getting heavy. They're They're getting heavy. It's hard carrying them around. Oh,
2: Lord. You're going to have to get them out somehow.
4: (laughs) It's just so gross.
2: We'll do a special edition of Boo's Bits.
4: Yes. And then I had stuff like Keanu Reeves' rumors of being craven. We have stuff like that. Michael B. Jordan Jordan plays coy about Jordan. Michael B. Jordan plays coy about being in Black Panther 2. Um, we have some stuff to talk about next week. Okay, so Lucasfilm and the people that work for Lucasfilm, you guys need to shut the fuck up. And Lucasfilm, don't fire anybody unless they're being total idiots. So we can get into all this. So we can actually have a show. So we can actually have a show. So I apologize to everybody that sent emails. There's a, I, we will get to them. I promise you. On that note, I think we are ready to finish this episode. Thank you for tuning in, episode 236. We really appreciate it. King Tom, King of All Pods, where can
0: people find you? Find me making fun of Gina Carano, Tom Chansky at Twitter, and then uh, (laughs) Patreon shows for Blue Harvest, The Bad Motivators, and Steel War. Steel just put out our combined, because he actually read the book, but our combined review of Light of the Jedi.
4: wow. A lot of fun. I actually text... King Tom he, at during he, one he did. one point today.
0: I and the the way you said it, I was I was getting lunch, and I thought that something happened in Star Wars. Right? Like, what did I miss? I'm like, oh yeah, that happened in the book. He dropped his lunch. I don't.
4: I, you know what? I, I want to say what happened. It's not a big spoiler, right? But it was pretty cool because the um, if you don't want to get spoiled for one specific
0: thing that Jedi's do, then just stop listening. Jedi. It's a bunch of them, but the plural of Jedi is Jedi. Okay, thank you. You're welcome.
4: Eric Struthers, where can people
5: find you? (laughs) Laughing (laughs) at (laughs) King (laughs) Tom, (laughs) making (laughs) fun of you. You know, Raj, I've been thinking. So (laughs) check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, which is uh, about the same as this one. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Eric Struthers. Yes, and follow him on Twitch. Yeah, check me out on Twitch at Eric Stralers also. And Make sure you talk to him because
4: Twitch. he won't reply back to you. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: exactly it. That's just you. <laughs> I, talk, I swear. He doesn't th- talk to you. I think
5: I think that's what it is. You know what? I actually said hi to you the other day when you were on there, but you probably got in and bounced out. You can oh. only look at your phone so much when you've got swarmed. Hey, man, of all I know is know
4: when I go on know. Haas's thing, Haas is straight out having conversations with me while he's playing, man. He is well, like, I don't know. probably
5: hasn't computer with the big screen. He can see. Oh yeah, I think that's, that's, that's exactly. I think what's going
4: on. Yeah. That's true. Mr. Gonzalez, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Les is More seventy eight, laughing at uh, everybody's tweets, liking everybody's tweets, uh, and you can I'm also sure find some me. funny ones. Huh? Yeah, you can also uh, if you're looking, you can find uh, me and Raj on our uh, reaction videos with yeah. checklist on YouTube
4: with Carlos Boraguea this week,
2: special guest.
4: No. And breaking down this week's WandaVision Episode 6 with King Tom Chansky, early in the morning. You yeah. Breakfast with Boo. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're not. He's going to be at nighttime with us. I don't, I don't think you can get him.
3: Think... Nope. No, you'll you'll on, get a midnight man. snack with me. Fight through it, dude. Fight yeah. through it. I'm the booty call, and <laughs> somebody else is going to keep <laughs> you breakfast. <laughs> Speaking of booty calls,
4: Carlos Booty Call, yeah. Arguello. Where can people find you?
3: You can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo,
4: and you can find me at the Sith List. Thank you so much for listening, and again, like the Jedi do, let's make it rain next week.
0: You never told the story.
4: I know, because you ruined it, King Tom. We'll catch you next week Mm -hmm. on episode
1: 237 of The (laughs) Tom. Your (laughs) fault. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C, Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire I be the music band's number one supplier Fly it in a piece of paper bearing my name Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain That's right ho Not DOC but similar to them letters No one could do it better I check chatter like a food inspector. My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast. So that's what I'ma do. Take you back to the dude with the Lexus. Fast forward the jewels and the necklace. Woo! Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this Shoot at you actors like movie directors. Say <laughs> <laughs> the movie, dawg.
2: Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out, did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone, and I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that
1: these brothers lied to you, Jack. Thing ain't lie, how done came through the block and everything that's fly. I'm like, check your barrel with bling on, I'm complex. I never claim to have wings on. See, I get my by any means on. Whenever there's a drought, get your umbrellas out because that's when I brainstorm. You can blame Sean, but I ain't inventing the game. I just rolled the dice trying to get some change, and I do it twice. Ain't no sense to me lying as if I am a different man. And I can blame my environment, but ain't no reason why I be buying a special change. Hope you don't think users are the only abusers. of block getting high within the game. If you dude and how would you explain I'm 10 years of mood still the vibe is in my veins. I got a hustler spirit just to carry it check out my hat yo peep the way I wear it. check out my swag yo I walk like a ball player no matter where you go you are what you are player and you can try to change but that's just the top layer man you was who you was for you got hair Tony god can judge me so I'm gone either love me or leave me alone uh,
5: is somebody's TV on yeah, it's probably less
3: there it is. It's all right, Les. I thought somebody either had a dog or they were undoing their pants. I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> like, like at least I'm wearing pants. What, hey, what pants? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What pants? I'm wearing pants. That's the crime of it. <laughs> the fuck is going on? Maybe that's
4: why the dog's here, laying down next to us. <laughs>